The Spirit is the changer who brings the change to pass inside out. When we discover the real true image of God living in us, here's what happened. All of a sudden, our lives change. The importance of life changes when this revelation comes. The importance of life changes. The things that come into our life changes. The way we react with people changes. You say, when, Pastor? When we discover the true image of God in us. And we acknowledge it, and we race. We under, We start to understand it. Then these, the way we react with people change. When we when we see people driving or how they act, when someone cuts us off in traffic, uh, does things to irritate us. All of a sudden, it seems like it isn't worth getting upset about, as it did. Why? Because now we have the revelation of the image of God inside of us. Let's go to Colossians this morning. Colossians, the third chapter, verse 10. And having put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him. There's two images that's being involved here. One is the image of God, and the other is our own image. Now, both are vastly important to our spiritual growth. And in this life, there's two paths. One, I know there are other paths, but the ones we're talking about this morning, we're regulated down to two paths. One is a spiritual path. And one is a natural path because we're made to be in two worlds. Most of the time, we allow the wrong world to dominate our life because before we were redeemed and translated into the kingdom of God's dear son, moved from spiritual death into spiritual life, we were natural people. The wrong spirit governed our lives because of Adam's fall. God's spirit could not work within man after the fall. But after the death and resurrection of Jesus, man could accept by faith the work of the cross in his life and be redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And the Spirit of God can now reside on the inside of a man. It's very important that we understand God works in this dispensation, the church age, after the resurrection of Jesus. God works in man's life from the inside out. People who get upset over all of these little things in life, like quibbling over the price with a waitress, or getting upset over a place in traffic line, or getting upset over parking spaces, or going on a strike for more money. All of this shows that a person doesn't have the proper image of God, or the proper image of themselves. Christians who manifest this in their lives need to receive knowledge of these images from the Word of God. When we look at ourselves, what we see should not be what the world calls us. What we should see is the image of Jesus Christ. This is how God sees us, which is found in the Word of God, which comes through the new man, by the way of knowledge of God. When we say things about our life and about who we are, who we believe God is, it will identify more fully who we believe we are. It tells on us. If we have the proper image and we identify with that image, and we allow that image to take its place within our lives, then what we say about ourselves is entirely different. And what we say about God is entirely different. What we say about ourselves and what we say about God in our conversations daily identifies the image that we understand and have of 
God himself and us as believers. Here's statements. Oh, I'm just trying to pay my bills, or I'm just trying to make it through life, or I'm just hanging on until the rapture. Please come, Lord Jesus, and get me out of here. This is saying something that we shouldn't be saying, but we can't help it. We say these things by by the image that we have. What is this saying about the image of God that we have? Be careful when you're speaking. Recognize the difference between inside out and outside in. We waste our life away trying to come up with the lease payments for a new car. See, you're always trying to do it in the natural way. There is a better way. God has promised us abundant life, zoe, full of his promises and replete with his glory. Abundance, not lack, more than enough. Glory, not darkness. And it all starts and ends with how we interpret his image. Let's go to Romans, the first chapter, verse 20. For ever since the creation of the world, God's invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through his workmanship, all of his creation, the wonderful things that he has made, so that they who fail to believe and trust in him are without excuse and without defense. If the attributes of God's character and divine nature can be seen in his creative genius that surrounds us naturally, how much more should that inspire us to seek his true image and the truth of his word? The church has had enough of blinding sermonettes that keep them little Christianettes, bondage problems of their past, keep hindering them today. How? Not in their spirits, but in their minds. It's time for a new image. It's time to see ourselves as the glorious, overcoming, victorious church that we really are. Where do we see this? In our minds. Remember, our minds are in our souls, and we're required to save our souls by the engrafted Word of God. We need to see ourselves continually as God sees us. Now, when this image is developed inside of us, the real true image that we're supposed to be seeing, that we're supposed to be using our imagination to imagine because of what we see in the scriptures that paint this picture of us, then we start saying that. We start releasing that that image. We start releasing that out of our mouths. And you know what happens? The words that we start to say start to come to pass in our life. The word of God tells us plainly who God is and what he wants us to do. And for the true believer, who understands God's image properly. The adventure of changing from glory to glory should happen every day in our lives. The Spirit is the changer who brings the change to pass inside out. We must want to change, desire to change. We have a part also, and we must engage in our part wholeheartedly. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. For we all, with unveiled face, continually seeing, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. See, God is personally present in us. That's the glory. As we see God more clearly in the scriptures, the more he gets brighter and clearer in our minds and in our hearts. And he also gets larger and our lives, and a bigger part 
of our lives. We become brighter and more beautiful as we see God as He really is in our minds. As He becomes brighter in our life, I start looking and living more like Him. This is the whole point. The more we receive the revelation and knowledge of our God in our minds, the greater the change in our lives from glory to glory. The glory of God in our lives and on our lives is a presence of God in our lives and on our lives. So we do not have to say things like, oh God, don't leave me. God didn't bring us this far to leave us. He's not going to leave us. If we start paying attention, if we spend the time that we should praying in the Holy Ghost and listening to the Spirit in us, why is He in us? He's in us to put us over. He's the greater one. The greater one is in us than He's in the world. We ought to acknowledge and start developing that image of that greater one in us. We don't have to shrink back as he becomes brighter in our lives. We start looking and living more like him. The more we receive the revelation and knowledge of our God in our minds, the greater the change in our lives from glory to glory to glory. God is bright and full of abundance. See, God's not to get by God. God's not to lack God. God's the abundant God. But we've got him in our minds uh, clamp down to something that he isn't. In us, he's glorious. The glory of God is his presence in our world, in our lives, as we see him clearly. We become like him. We start thinking like God. Our living becomes like him. His presence and his goodness shines through us. Those statements that we just made, none of this is natural. It's supernatural. It's spiritual and it's inside out. As we see him clearly, we become like him. We become like him inside, and then it starts to change the outside first. His way of thinking is on the inside, then it comes to the outside. Our living becomes like his living from the inside out. His presence and goodness shines through us from the inside out. This is how we're changed into his image. No self-will. We can't will this. It's on the inside, and it works to the outside. His presence is in us. His glory is in us. And he's changing us from glory to glory. That should make us want to get up in the mornings. That should fill us with happiness and hope and give us a reason to breathe. Every day, we should want to be more like him, more like our God. We're redeemed so that we can be more like him. Lost people can't be like God. They still have an alien spirit in their spirits, controlling their life. When the believer, when the body of Christ got redeemed, that alien spirit was dismissed forever. Can't come back, can't get involved. The only thing that we have to do now, according to Romans 12, 1 and 2, is renew our minds to the pure, actual image of our God. Every day, we should want to be more like him. Now that we know we can and how we can, seek to know him in your mind. He's in your spirit. It's your mind that's got to be renewed. It's your mind that you have to build a pure image of Almighty God. As you start to develop, as we all start to develop this pure image of God in us, it will crowd out the image of failure. But see, until you do, the image of failure is there. Now, the image of failure doesn't activate itself all the time. Only when necessary, it shows up. When the requirements of life is for you to excel. Aha, here comes the image of failure that hasn't been dismissed. So to dismiss this image of failure and defeat, you can't do this from the 
outside in. It's not available. It's done from the inside out by developing, going to the Word of God. Remember, the engrafted Word is how we save our soul. It's the Word of God that we meditate and develop the image of our God. The more that we develop the image of our God in us, the greater the change that comes in our life. Think about Him with your mind all the time. Put your imagination to work. Ephesians 3.20, now unto Him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, That's where the imagination comes in the thinking part, according to the power that worketh in us. A life of conforming to Christ's image is the life every Christian is called to live. So get your eyes off just trying to get to the next level in your company or getting that new car or whatever it is. Get your eyes on becoming more like Jesus. And guess what will happen? You will find yourself at the next level in your company or anything else because God is working in you, making your life become brighter and more beautiful. There is more to life than bills and struggling, but it is from the inside out. 